Welcome to the Launch Your Live podcast, a show dedicated to providing you with daily, top-level, live video tips, tricks, and strategies to not only help you start, but also excel at live streaming. Here are your hosts, Christian Karashevitz and Jim Fuse. Welcome, everyone, to episode nine of the Launch Your Live Show podcast. My name is Christian Karasevich. I'm joined by Jim Fuse. And today we are going to be talking about how to improve audio on your live videos. Now, you're probably thinking, audio, why do I need to care about audio? Because it's a live video. Video should be the most important part. Isn't that right, Jim? It is. But what we have to remember is that sometimes people are going to want to consume your content and they're not going to have the time to focus on watching the video while they're listening, so to speak. So that's where the audio is definitely important because when you think about it, right, the human voice, just like we're doing right now, your context is all about how things are being done. So, you know, if we've got good vocal variety, everything else, it will let people co connect with us better than sometimes the video may not always convey some of those things. Absolutely. And so what we're going to do is we're going to talk about 15 plus ways for you to get crisp and clear audio on your live video. And, you know, as you mentioned, I mean, you have to make sure that you have really good audio because, you know, you can have the best picture. But if the audio is, for example, going in and out, people are trying to read your lips, you know, they're not able to follow some people, you know, noise will actually bother them. So if you have like a hum on your audio, it could be a huge turnoff for viewers. So let's start off with the first way that you can improve the audio on your live video, and that is to invest in good equipment. Isn't that right, Jim? Well, absolutely. And, and you know, a lot of times we get that when people are first starting out in the, if you want to call it the field of doing their own live videos, that mm -hmm. money is an issue. So don't feel like you got to do this all overnight, but at least if you start with one piece at a time, and since today we're talking about audio, right, look to get yourself a decent microphone. And I know in a future episode, we're going to go into a lot more detail but that's extremely important because if your audio is no good, then, you know, it's just going to be a turnoff, uh, you know, to, to people listening to your show. Exactly. And I know, like you said, we're going to talk about the microphones in a future episode because there are a lot of different types of microphones. But the key thing is to, you know, for example, if your audio don't use the microphone that is built into your laptop, what will basically happen with that is it picks up every little bit of noise around you. It'll pick up you typing. It'll pick up you moving in your chair. It'll pick up if you have a fan on. It'll pick up all of these different noises that are around you. So you definitely don't want to use the laptop microphone. Now you also want to make sure you don't use the one on your webcam. It's a step up from a laptop. However, it's not very good. Right. The same thing also applies to like mobile devices. If you've got a mobile device, you want to make sure that you are not using the mobile device microphone because that microphone, it will sound very hollow. It will not sound pleasant to your listeners. 
So the next step up, I'd say for something like that is to possibly get, you know, a lavalier mic that if, for example, if you're going to be using your mobile phone for live video, and we don't really recommend using mobile for live video, but if you're going to, you can get a good quality microphone for about $60 and that plugs directly into your mobile device. Right. Now, if you're going to go over to a laptop or a desktop, you want to have a different type of microphone. You know, we like to recommend, and they're not great mics, but they're good starter mics. The Blue Yetis, those are really good mics. The Sarmonic mics, those are also very good. And most of these are going to be plug-in microphones, typically into a USB port. So, you know, that's going to be a good starter microphone. I know we'll get into more microphones later on, but... I think to start, people should probably budget between $50 and $100 for a microphone. And we'll talk about some different ones that you should check out at a later date because USB, for example, is not the best kind of microphone to get, but it is a good microphone to start with. Right. Okay. So we've talked about microphones, obviously, to improve your audio. The next thing that I think also is really important is to make sure before you start your live stream is to do some preparation. Isn't that right, Jen? Absolutely. And just like we always uh, prepare when we uh, do some of the shows we do together, we also, mm-hmm. especially in remote live production, it's always important to bring the guest on ahead of time. You know, there's one I do, we even do it the day before to kind of get that mm-hmm. check, right? Is everybody right. sound okay? Are we hearing echoes and, and things of that nature? So, Preparation is extremely important in regards to that. And so a good thing to do, right? You can test run with a partner. You can even record a video a lot of times to your computer, uh, depending on what you have, Windows or Mac, and just just do a simple recording and play it back and see how everything sounds. So if you can't find a partner, that's another way to do that. And that's a fantastic thing. And, you know, it's recording and listening. And Another thing that also is really important, for example, we ran into this on another live stream we were recording and, you know, we noticed there was like the person had a microphone on, but hey, they were sitting outside and the microphone kept rubbing against their zipper. And so, you know, the next way to improve the audio on your live videos is to make sure that, you know, you're not putting that microphone next to clothing that it can rub against. This applies to a couple of different things. For example, it applies to if you're wearing a collared shirt. Collared shirts are stiff. For example, Jim, you're wearing, I think, a polo shirt right now. You know, you might not have any issues there, but you do have to keep that in mind with the microphone that you use because it does impact your audio. It is distracting to your listeners. So, you know, make sure you don't wear, for example, something with zippers. If you have a necklace on, for example, take a necklace off. If you've got any sort of badge or a lanyard, say you're at a conference, take that off as well, because a lot of those things, you know, they can create friction, which can also uh, create some noise during your live videos. Okay. So we've talked about good equipment. We talked obviously about preparation, you know, um, in addition to that, I mean, let's talk about preparation real quick here as well. So, um, should, for example, if I do a test of my audio, maybe say a day ahead of time before my stream, should I do another one before I actually go live? Absolutely. In fact, that kind of goes into something that we always preach that people need to do is you want to restart your computer and your internet before you go live, because you have a lot of things building up in the memory of your computer. You've got mm-hmm. cookies and other things. I mean, you, you probably have a, some people like me, I'm a tabaholic. I got all these tabs open on my computer. <laughs> you got to minimize 
everything when you go live because that's just another opportunity is like we like to joke sometimes for failure because maybe you have something that's taken up a lot of resources. There are certain live streaming programs that are very big resource hogs. And so that mm-hmm. program that you didn't realize you're running in the background could be preventing you from actually uh, having a successful live stream. Definitely. You know, and speaking of that, I mean, also, let's say we tested our our audio the day before, and then we went about our business and we opened up some Chrome tabs. We opened up maybe Skype or other applications that also use the camera and use the microphone. And then the next day we went to go use it. Here's what can happen. So some of these applications, they will hijack the system audio. And the only way to actually fix it is to do a restart of the machine. So this basically, it frees up the memory. So like, as we mentioned, live streaming takes up a lot of resources to restart that machine, but it also helps free up the resources as well from, you know, for audio and for video. So uh, definitely make sure you take advantage of that. Again, I mean, it's a quick, what, two to three minute restart, but the benefit is immense because it will also then give you more resources to be able to leverage during your live stream. And would you, would you say to Christian, just, is it better to restart or actually shut the computer down and then turn it back on? Or do you think there's really not a difference? Um, I personally, I mean, I do a restart, you know, if it's a mobile device, for example, if I'm ever having any sort of problems, say it's a, a weird noise that I'm getting on the line, I just do a, a restart. A lot of times it just, you know, it removes everything out of the computer's memory, but it also, you know, it lets it forget basically whatever that issue potentially was. Now, I will say sometimes when you do start that machine back, you will hear feedback. And that's actually another way you can actually improve your audio. And it's to uh, make sure, for example, if you have a smartphone near your computer or near a speaker, it can cause interference. So if it's getting, for example, if it's getting any sort of notifications or sometimes your phone, for example, will just have interference um, with the speaker and you'll hear like, it'll sound like a phone call is coming in. Um, So you want to make sure also, to improve that audio, take your smartphone and either put it into airplane mode or, you know, disable all your notifications. Personally, I like to tell people, put it in airplane mode. Unless you absolutely need that phone, it's not worth getting the ear interference because that one bit of interference might annoy your host. It might annoy your guest. You know, it might even cause you to lose your train of thought because you're like, oh, hey, my phone's obviously (laughs) ringing. I need to go check it. So definitely make sure you move your phone away from things as well, unless you absolutely need it. And um, try not to run wires, by the way, across one another, if you can help it, because sometimes the wiring that you have for certain types of cables, it might actually cause interference. For example, if you're using a cheap pair of headphones, that can actually cause interference if it's anywhere near the microphone, because it's not shielded properly. So, you know, make sure you invest in some good um, headphones as well. But um, that's my mobile tip as well for people. So let's talk about a couple of things as well. So, you know, um, if somebody's got background music, for example, Jim, you know, I would recommend that they also try to turn that off if they can help it. You know, maybe it's a radio or maybe it's, you know, outside of your office, for example, or somebody's in another room. Uh, Music can be a distraction when recording your live video. Now, do you think that can also, though, affect the audio quality? Oh, absolutely. Because if you have too much audio 
coming into the microphone and depending on the quality of your microphone, it can really cause a, a channeling problem and certain things can get overrun because the computer doesn't really know which thing it's supposed to be processing. And of course, that's where, you know, once again, something we'll talk about <clears throat> in the future, this gets into the whole idea of soundboards and some other things to really help you control all the audio inputs. Exactly. You know, I think that's a, a great point you make there. So let's keep moving because as we mentioned, we have a lot of different ways that you can improve your audio. Okay. So we talked about, you know, making sure that you have any music turned off again. Also, the other thing also, if you have music turned on, it can actually affect the audio because um, Facebook, for example, might actually pick up that audio in the live stream and then Facebook can mute your video the, or sorry, they can mute the audio of your video because that typically might be recognized as infringing on somebody's copyright. So, you know, that's definitely something to make sure um, you take advantage of. Um, another little another little uh, way to improve your audio, and this is, uh, it's one of the most annoying things. It's when I open a browser tab, you know, and um, it's, for example, if you open a browser tab, say you're going to share a screen of something, sometimes a browser will have a video that will autoplay and what's going to happen there. You're going to actually get the sound coming into your broadcast, which can actually interrupt the broadcast. What do you think about that one? Jim? Yeah, no, that's a great point. Make sure that those, those are muted before you plan to share them. If that's something you're thinking of doing, because yeah. And then that's the other uh, piece as well, right? A lot of times if you're doing something, especially like say you're sharing a YouTube video, they mm -hmm. a lot of times have the autoplay set up and you've just finished your video. Now all of a sudden this next video starts playing that you had no intention of showing and it may have nothing to do with your subject whatsoever. Absolutely. And a little trick for everyone. So if you want to immediately find that browser tab, there's two things you can do. One is your browser tab. If there's any audio playing, it will actually have a little speaker icon on it. And so that's an easy way. If you have 10 tabs open, you can immediately jump to the tab to go about muting it. Now, in addition to that though, um, if you do see you know, that there is some audio, you can actually right click on the tab and choose to mute the site. And what that's gonna do is actually gonna mute the audio as well. Um, so that will mute all the tabs from the site uh, that open in the future. So keep that in mind. Um, again, make sure you mute that audio because it can be very annoying and it can also be a little jarring as well, because if you're like going to go share something, all of a sudden, you know, a video starts auto playing and you're like, and you don't know what the video is half the time. It's an ad or something that's not related to what you're doing. Uh, that can actually be very distracting. So uh, make sure you a close any open browser tabs that you don't need so that nothing starts automatically. And B, if you need to actually mute the audio, make sure you know how to quickly do that. Okay. So we obviously, we talked about that. We talked about, you know, putting your mobile phone into airplane mode. Um, another thing also, if you're a desktop or a laptop user is to make sure you turn on do not disturb. Can you tell people, tell listeners what do not disturb is Jim? Yeah. So do not disturb is a feature within your phone that you slide and it's not going to allow any calls or texts to come through. Uh, so that you don't get that, maybe that noise or the, your, your phone starts ringing and maybe you have some music set up because you forgot to turn off your, uh, your audio portion of your phone. I, I usually have my phone on vibrate, but even that the vibrations could be, mm -hmm. uh, disturbing. So yeah, you want to make, you want to put it on, do not disturb. And then the only way 
anyone can come through. And this goes back to your point uh, earlier, is if you had to have someone has to contact you for an absolute emergency, the airplane mode is probably better. But if it's someone, if something is very serious and do not disturb, there's a way they call you more than once that that person could get through. And by the way, if you're a Mac user, here's a quick little tip. So they have a do not disturb icon. It's actually usually in the top right corner. It's like a hamburger menu. So it's three little bars stacked on top of one another. Now, if you want to quickly put yourself into do not disturb, you don't have to click into the do not disturb menu and then turn on do not disturb. You can actually option click on the hamburger menu and it will actually turn do not disturb on and off very, very, very easily. Now, additionally, you can go into the uh, system preferences option as well if you need to, um, to make some adjustments to do not disturb on your laptop. But again, it also, the other thing it does is it mutes notifications from coming in uh, but you also want to make sure going back to the whole tab thing as well. Like if you've got Facebook open, you know, if people, for example, send you something through Facebook messenger, it is going to pop up and play a sound for the most part. So you want to make sure you have do not disturb off as much as you can, because you don't want those notifications to come through. They can disturb your broadcast. Okay. So where else do we want to go, Jim, with this? I know we got a couple more we wanted to talk about, but right. Well, I think what a lot of people don't think about, and we both do this, uh, I'd say religiously, is is especially with the computer, mm-hmm. is wearing a headset. With it, when especially if you've got a microphone uh, with is built into your computer that you're maybe using, but it allows you to monitor the audio, and so it's not so much that I am wanting to hear. I mean, we do want to hear what the, our guests are talking about, but I can pick up other sounds that may be going on that I wouldn't be able to pick up if I was quote unquote listening to my computer. Plus the other issue, if you're not wearing headphones is sometimes because someone's listening to the, what they're actually talking into, you'll get feedback into your microphone. So the headphones help eliminate that. And so I think that's an important thing to, to consider as well. Yeah, I definitely, I, I cannot stress enough that you should wear headphones during your broadcast. Now, I also want to talk about those types of headphones real quick. So you have plug-in models, so you got wired models, and you have Bluetooth headphones. I personally do not recommend for any live videos to use a Bluetooth headphone. Part of the thing is they don't usually work with some of the platforms. However, Bluetooth can cause interference. It's, you know, it basically is this. It's an antenna that's going out. It doesn't go very far, but... If, for example, like say there's something that gets in the way of that Bluetooth signal, it can then cause interference on your line. So, for example, if it's having a hard time getting connected, maybe it actually even drops during your broadcast. It can be hard to restart. So I would always recommend using a plug-in pair of headphones. Now, obviously, you can use different ones. You can use earbuds. You can use over-the-ear or on-ear headphones. Go with what actually fits best for you. You know, uh, make sure you have also a pair that have a good amount of wire on them. So, for example, you don't want to have, you know, a little three foot pair of headphones because if you need to actually move around, you actually could then drop your device. Maybe you unplug them from your laptop and so forth. So there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of uh, benefits to wearing headphones. But in addition, as you mentioned, I mean, you can also you can hear all the noise. So, for example, if you get good ones that suction up close to your head, you can hear any sort of hums or anything that's going on during your live video broadcast. But again, invest in a good pair. You know, you can get 
the ones that are coming with your mobile device, like your smartphone, for example, you can use those. Uh, you can also get some very expensive over the ear ones as well, but really, you know, make sure you have a good pair for your setup. Okay. So we talked about headphones. Um, another thing though, I think that's also really important, by the way, talking about headphones is microphone placement. So if you want to improve your audio, as we mentioned, there's a lot of different types of microphones. There are microphones that they will be omnidirectional, meaning they will capture everything that goes on around the microphone. So when you speak into it, it's also picking up something that's coming from the other side as well. Um, so there's omnidirectional, there's condenser mics, you know, where they're picking up just the signal directly in front of the microphone and and not actually picking up the noise behind it. Um, so there's lots of different microphones, but the key thing is to have microphone placement, have good microphone placement. Isn't that right, Jim? Yeah, absolutely. Because one of the things you may run into with some of your video or when you're doing some of your videos is you're going to have different audio strength of each individual. And some of that's going to be based on how they set up their audio. And so that can be an issue because, you know, you might sound fine, but then the guest, you know, maybe they're not using a good microphone and it's hard for people to hear. So, you know, and, and some of that, that's part of the going back to the prep is, where is everybody's microphone? What type are they using? Mm -hmm. You know, ultimately you want to encourage people to get a microphone that is not the one built into their computer. That's really the first step to, to improved audio. Right. Definitely. You know, and, um, as far as microphones go, I mean, you know, you want to try different ones. Like for example, when I started out, I used a blue Yeti. That was the first microphone I had. And then I started moving around, for example, and, you know, the thing I liked about the Yeti is that there's an option on it where you can actually change the microphone pattern. So for example, if I'm just doing a recording myself, I have it where the microphone only records what's in front of it. But if you and I, for example, are in the same room, I can set the microphone up and actually record both of our voices in uh, good quality, actually. So um, definitely something people want to make sure they take advantage of. Make sure you, A, get the right microphone, and B, make sure you place yourself close to the microphone. Like right now, I'm what, about like one to two inches, about two inches probably away from my microphone. How far are you from yours? Yeah, I'm about two, two, three inches as well, you know. And so, yeah, it just makes it really easy. And, you know, I'm not having to hold on to anything because right. uh, I've got it in that spot that uh, that I know I want to speak in. Definitely. And it also comes down to uh, where you're going to actually be presenting. So, for example, if you're giving a live, if you're doing a live video at a desk, for example, it's much better to have, you know, um, a condenser mic that's right there on the desk with you where you're just a couple of feet away from it. But, hey, if I'm actually giving a presentation on a big stage, that's where I might use something like a lavalier mic or something like that, where it picks up audio a little bit differently because the focus there is they want my audio, not the actual room audio. So um, microphones, definitely something you want to make sure you work with. So again, start your live video early, but make sure you also then spend the time adjusting that microphone to get it just right. And once you get it right, you shouldn't have to do too much adjustment after that. Now, the other thing, you know, you and I talk about this, about how to improve the audio is to use uh, the right type of attachment for your microphone. You know, you and I were talking about this earlier and uh, what was it you were telling me? You know, you were talking, you were telling me like, you were asking me like, hey, there's different ways to put that microphone on my desk. Isn't that true? Yes. Yeah. So we both have boom arms, which actually they connect to the desk, but they allow us to mount the microphone where it's not actually physically on the desk. Mm -hmm. 
when you have a microphone on the desk, and a lot of times that's what people have, like say, as an example with the Blue Yeti, it can pick up any sort of vibrations. It can even maybe pick up, maybe you're typing on the keyboard mm -hmm. and that will pick up into the microphone. Uh, and you'll sometimes notice, even if you were recording by yourself, you'll be like, well, what's that noise? Well, the noise is it's picking up you typing on the keyboard. And some of that has to do with the wavelength of the microphone type that you're using. So the boom arm, you can, you can get yourself into a spot. A lot of times they're adjustable, uh, but just really, and it also frees up some desk space because now you don't have the microphone sitting on your desk. So that's definitely something to consider investing in. And also you can get an arm where maybe use what's called a pop filter. Mm -hmm. The pop filter can go on there as well. And that also helps you maybe from overwhelming your microphone as well. Exactly. I think that's a great point, by the way, about you know having a boom arm or sometimes you have a desktop stand, for example. you know, And the great thing about desktop stand is it's right there on your desk, but it's heavy enough to where the microphone's not going to tip over. You know, it's not going to get in your way. If you bump the desk, it's not going to fall over whatsoever. For example, I also have a desktop mic and I have a stand. It's a very heavy metal stand actually. And you know, the benefit though, is that I don't ever have to worry about bumping into my desk and having the microphone fall off. And if I need to move it, I can move it if I, if I uh, absolutely have to. Okay. So we talked about desktop, you know, having a boom arm as well that can help obviously get the microphone off your desk so it doesn't pick up noise. Now, in addition to that, obviously, I mean, we talked about, you know, earlier about doing testing, but uh, there are a couple other things that people can do uh, to improve the acoustics for their audio. You know, if you're in a room, for example, that has like 20 foot ceilings, for example, and you're trying to do a live video, here's what's happening. So you're trying to speak into that microphone and all the sound is going up into the ceiling. You know, so a good way to actually uh, fix that is to make sure you're in a bit of an enclosed space that has a low ceiling. So this way, the sound is able to, you know, not basically disappear. Um, that's another way you can improve your audio. But the other thing I like is to put down carpets or rugs in the room. Uh, have you ever tried this, by the way? Have you ever gone into like a room in your house? you know, a, a room that has no furniture or nothing in it. Uh, have, you ever, right. have you ever done that, Jim? Yes. Very echoey. Um, a lot of times, especially if there's no carpet. Exactly. And then you put a, a carpet down and then what happens? You start to hear, it starts to sound a lot more warm and a lot more inviting, Right. you know, because again, I mean, you can't, it's not just about having the best microphone. You want to make sure you are in a room that is acoustically pleasing. And there's different things you can do. So you can put down carpets or rugs on the floor. Maybe for example, you can go, to, if you've got spare carpet lying around from a remodel on your house, just put a spare piece of carpet down. If you go buy a rug, you could go to Ikea, for example, you don't need a fancy rug. You can go to these places and you can get, you know, a thick carpet that you put down in your office, for example, gives a little bit of flair, you know, but at the same time, it helps improve the sound. And then the other thing also is to invest in some acoustic panels. Have you actually invested in those? I I haven't had to, but I actually, uh, I have a, a ceiling tiles in the new space that I'm in. So that helps as well uh, to, you know, cause my ceiling's not as high <laughs> and I'm in a much more enclosed space now. Uh, but, but yeah, where, where I was a few weeks ago, I was an unfinished room and I did feel like sometimes that that was a little bit of an issue for me with my, with my audio, because I didn't have that, uh, that buffer to help keep the noise inside. Definitely. And there are a lot of options for 
acoustic panels. There are cheap options. There are expensive options. For example, you can buy a, uh, was it three by one by two panel, a pack of six that actually runs a few hundred dollars just for that pack if you need it, but you don't need a, a ton of them. Or you can go to a 12 pack of 12 by 12 by one tiles for about $26 even as well. And actually Amazon offers their own uh, acoustic tiles as well. Uh, let me just double check the price on that real quick, actually. So yeah, Amazon offers their own pack as well, or they, they have a recommended pack. It's a 48 pack for $45. So, you know, it's a very low cost uh, for you to basically, you know, if you're in a room where you have just really poor audio, you can basically slap these up on the wall and they make ones that are actually uh, decorative as well. Um, so you can go that route. So if you want to have a little bit of uh, excitement, I guess, in your office, you can use those as well. But the benefit is they will help improve the sound. So basically they catch the sound as it's bouncing off so that it's not hitting the wall and bouncing all over the place. So um, anything else you want to add, by the way, Jim, on how to, uh, you know, how to go about improving the audio on your live videos? Nothing really to add. I think these are all a a lot of great tips. I think the biggest thing, right, with with live video in general is, and and apply this to your audio, how can I get 1% better every time I go out and do my live video? And so maybe just look at how can I improve my audio just a tad, you know, week to week, month to month, set some goals. You know, if you can't afford the microphone right now, start putting a little bit of money aside so that you can get that better microphone exactly. and improve your overall presence. Yeah, I think that's the, a great like point to make. You know, it's not about improving everything right now at once. Like, yeah, if you've got the budget, sure, go ahead. But, you know, if you don't have the budget, start with one area, you know, and like we said, audio is the most important part of the live video. So, you know, if you have a microphone that is not the stock microphone, use that to get started. And then, you know, maybe you need to, for example, if you don't have uh, a pop filter, some people, for example, will take pantyhose and they'll put it around a coat hanger. And that actually saves you between 30 and $50 right there for a pop filter that, you know, doesn't attach as, as nicely to the microphone, but Hey, it helps improve the, you know, audio quality right there. It makes it sound a little bit more rich. Um, Cause again, that's what you want your, audience to be able to take away. You want them to be able to understand you. So uh, there you have it. We've got 15 plus ways for you to improve the audio on your live videos. And as Jim mentioned, make sure, you know, you're doing some of these things every single time you do a broadcast, get a little bit better each time. So that's going to do it for, what is this? The ninth episode, I think of the launch your live show podcast. For those of you who are interested in checking out some of the products we talk about and obviously this whole list, cause I'm sure it's a lot for you to write down. Just go to launch your dot live forward slash EP nine. We'll see you on a future episode. Thanks a lot. We appreciate you joining us. For this episode of the Launch Your Live podcast, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform. Also, visit launchyour.live for more resources based on today's topic, as well as access to even more episodes that will help you level up your live videos. 
That's launchyour.live. So until next time, keep going live.